Oh, welcome back to another little Thrivecast here. I've got someone real special today to come and have a bit of a yak to me. Um, bit of a uh, hero, really, in, in these parts of the world. But I'm speaking to All Black 1049, Pity Wepu. He's played uh, 71 tests for the All Blacks. I think 50 or something of those. You've led the hucker in those too. So um, he's got coming with some pretty strong credentials in the rugby world. But um, for those out there that don't know, he's actually also the, the TV uh, host for uh, an outdoor Maori TV uh, show called Pity's Tiki Tour. And uh, I'd like to formally welcome you to the little podcast, mate. How you going? Good, bro. Thanks for uh, inviting me along here to have, have a bit of a uh, yak. I ah, appreciate you taking the time. Um, I know even at the moment we're in this lockdown and we've got kids and all sorts of things going on. And it's, it's even hard to, um, to find time to do that in the lockdown. So I really appreciate you coming and having a, having a yarn, bro. Nah, no worries at all. Like you said, it is a bit bit tough with the old uh, lockdown with the kids oh, having to uh, bounce between my two kids. We've tried, I've tried to separate my, my my kids so that they don't sort of uh, interfere in each other's uh, school learning. So yeah. I'm running backwards and forwards in between the two of them just to help them out. Yeah, I mean, I forget that everyone's sort of homeschooling and stuff like that at the moment. So yeah, no doubt you got your hands full. Oh, it's not too bad. Like I mean, the teachers sort of send a plan for the kids uh, to do during the day and. Uh, like my, my eldest is pretty good actually. Like I can just leave her to do uh, what she's got to do for uh, her schoolwork, and then my uh, my young uh, my my boy Peyton's um, he's the one that I've got to pay quite a bit of attention uh, to just to try and help him out. Um, obviously, I wasn't the greatest when it came to school stuff, so I'm I'm learning as as he's learning as well. So it's hey, been, man, uh, both, been very good. <laughs> it's been good. Um, yeah, I, I, I do admit, hey, we were saying before, like it's a real challenge just trying to balance the home life and, and, and especially the kids just kind of trying to keep them occupied. I've got a real active three-year-old and I'm working out with her, walking with her, doing stuff with her, trying to keep her entertained. But um, I'd admit I'm putting her in front of the TV every now and then just to get her off our, our case for a little bit. But, you know. Oh, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. Like my son's like, Dad, can I have free time now? I was like, oh, hang on. Will you finish this? No. Oh, okay, then, well, no. No. Get back in there, let's sit down, let's make sure that we do it. And then uh, after that, he's like, oh, can we go for a bike ride? And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll go for a bike ride. <laughs> That's definitely one thing I, I, I don't mind doing. So, you know, stuff yeah. like that. But um, it's good, like, good learning for myself as well, looking at how creative um, their teachers can be or um, stuff that they've come up with to uh, help entertain the kids and different ways of learning, especially when I was uh, their age, you know, we were pretty much sit at a desk and, you know, yeah. this is what you got to do they actually got like a lot of things that they can um, use to, to help their learning and, you know, ways that uh, I probably never would have learned when I was, uh, when I was growing up. Yeah. I mean, the whole, that whole education world now is entirely different from when we were uh, sitting at that school desk. That's for sure. Hard um, out. Yeah. I'll, I'll sort of, I'll, I'll kind of crack into it. I don't want to, I mean, we could sit here and spend a good hour talking about your footy career and all the awesome stuff that we've, seeing you do on our screens and, and at different World Cups. And I, and I will touch on some stuff for rugby, but I wanted to um, sort of delve into some of the stuff you've been involved in more recently and um, uh, more specifically the show, like going from playing like high-level rugby, both, you know, at the height, both at the highest level here in New Zealand, but then also overseas and then and then uh, coming back to New Zealand and being involved in an outdoors TV show. Um, how did that whole scenario come about for you? Oh, it's actually a bit of a funny one. Um, I was actually in Auckland uh, playing for the Blues at the time and I was asked by um, Bailey, who owns uh, Pongo Productions, right. if, I'd be in- if I'd be interested in um, 
and doing a show and being a presenter. And I was like, at the start, you know, because I hate talking in front of cameras, especially when there's like media and things like that, you try to get a point across. So, you know, when I, sp- I talked to him about it, we basically just, you know, come up with a few ideas. And my my first initial uh, thing that I wanted to do was a spearfishing one. Well, I wasn't, I'm not the greatest spear fisherman, but I, I'm into that sort of, you know, hunting under the water. All my mates were like, oh, let's go surfing. I'm like, oh, no thanks. Waste all my energy. Bloody, it takes me half an hour to get at the back of the bloody uh, surf just to uh, sit there and wait for a wave, and then I actually get smashed in it. So no thanks. Um, <laughs> so I said I'd rather, you know, waste my energy um, diving for, for food or gathering kai for myself or for family and that. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, that was that was the first conversation I had him, had with him was to say, "Oh, bro, I'd be keen to do a spearfishing one," because at the time this would have been two thousand and maybe fourteen, fifteen, um, when he first asked me, and I said to him, "If, if you look, there's actually no no spearfishing, um, you know, programs on on our TV, uh, so it'll be a you know one that a lot of people would be interested in oh, uh, absolutely, eh? watching, and uh, so." Yeah, it was going to head in that direction, and then I got an opportunity uh, to go over to uh, to England and uh, play rugby over there, and so kind of had to put that on the back burner. Yeah. And then uh, when I returned um, back in 2017, um, probably about three months later of me arriving back in the country, uh, he asked if I was keen, and I was like, "Oh yeah, uh, yeah, well, I guess so," because you know when you play professional sports something like you if you're not onto it uh, enough you know you've got nothing to really fall back on um and that and so for me it was a tough one because i wasn't too sure what i was going to do i know i didn't want to um you know do something that i didn't really like doing mm. um if i was going to do a job or something that I, i'd still enjoy um and when he come up with this uh tv opportunity i was like yo why not but uh, yeah, just try to talk to him about ideas around it. Like maybe try and cover not just locate on one sort of specific thing because you know obviously there's a lot of hunting shows, there's a lot of fishing shows, um, and some of the some of the shows they you know touch a bit on um, you know on, on diving as well. So I said, well, let's just try and make it so that we're covering you know all aspects of outdoor yeah, I think um, it's a great a- activities. I think it's a great format. You, um, I was talking uh, just actually on the last uh, few podcasts back with um, Sam Wild, and I know he's done a bit of work with you on the water, and he uh, he rates you. He reckons you're a gun in the water, and um, in, in some of the missions you guys have done in his films. Um, so that you're right, like the spearfishing world, um, you, there was there's literally there wasn't anything on our local screens anyway specifically about it. So it would have been a good thing. But I like the format you guys have got over on the show. Like you sort of it's a like catch and cook style. You do everything. You've got you're meeting different people from show to show, and I think the interest level is quite high because it's a good broad sort of capture of all the different types of outdoor experiences that people in New Zealand generally do. And and at the bottom of it, for most people, it's food. Usually, like it's getting a feed and and being able to share that with family and friends. Um, so I, I like that aspect of it too because it's it, it kind of it keeps it real. But I think they've casted it. You know, yourself as the sort of host, is it couldn't have, couldn't have cast a better uh, lead for the role, really. To be honest, leading man. So. Oh, I, don't know. I remember the first, uh, the very first shoot block that we went on. It was with my family down in uh, Hokitika on the Arahura River, and um, 
I, I remember, you know, I was thinking in my head, this is how I wanted to sort of play out, um, which was basically catch up because it was with my family anyway. So my uncle, my little cousin, it was basically just catch up and just talk, 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 um, capture all the cordial that we had um, and all that. But then like, all I got was cut, come back. <laughs> Can you do that again? I was like, oh, no, you can't. You know, uh-huh. that's, that's chat that you can't just repeat because it's not the same. It doesn't have the same sort of uh, meaning to it. Or, you know, if we're, if we're mocking Definitely. each other. I think, that's, each other, I think you know, a it's real cool. strong, a strong suit to have because it's one thing our um our cameraman producer Dave's always mentioned us like, and he's real sneaky with it too because he's sort of a seasoned cameraman like he's always recording like when there's good banter and we're just talking you know shooting shit and just you know just that's the kind of natural stuff that occurs and that's the best stuff and then but if you stage it and try and make it too sort of down the barrel it can you can kind of lose that you know that naturalness to it so um. Yeah, that's so the I, part I, of whoever's putting it together. But you, you, yeah, we we'll just try to because I don't like being serious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> these days of being serious is you know over when you're with rugby and all that, and um, especially with like answering questions like when you're being interviewed. Like I've learned from uh, rugby I mean, media talking to you, you've got three things that you want to push, push, and no matter what, you just keep resorting back to those three three answers. Yeah, um, especially with media because. They actually trying to push something that they yeah. want, yeah. To get you know to try and make a massive story out of nothing. Yeah. So we've always written it. So now it's like, oh, actually, uh, now we can actually get to know these people. Um, the funny side about it is, you know, this is what people do with their mates. They go out, do they that. give each other a lot of shit uh, <laughs> and things like that. And it's you know, it's good banter and it flows and it comes well from the first season. Um, that I watch the show actually comes across really nice because, you know, I don't actually know the person, but it, act, it acts like uh, I've known them for years. When in theory, I've just actually met them about 10 minutes ago. Well, oh, we're filming now. Let's go. And then, you know, it's good to, I've found it's really nice to, to get to know the people uh, that I'm getting to hang out and film with because you're not only just learning about the person straight away, you're actually learning about what they do, how everything come about, who, uh, introduce them into fishing, diving, hunting, like just foraging around our, yeah. our, our beautiful country, you know. And but not only that, I get to meet people in different parts of our of our country. Um, and you know, there's parts of of our country that people don't want to go to. They hear about, it, oh, that place looks so beautiful, but they don't go there. Mm. And you know, with all these uh, all these shows, hunting, fishing, and diving uh, shows that we've got on TV. It showcases how beautiful uh, our country is, but not only that. I mean, there's so much food that you can get in the in the forest That's if you right. actually spend a little bit of time understanding. Okay, this plant does that. Uh, if we go here, uh, we can potentially m- might see um, a, a pig, uh, deer, goats, yeah, uh, as well. You know, so you know, my first introduction to to hunting. You know, I'll, I've always been a been a diver. Got interested introduced to diving so uh my first intru- introduction into into hunting was pretty cool I got, to, got to hang out with uh, andrew hall and you know show me his uh what he what he enjoys doing and yeah i just got the bug ever since you know every time he was like oh we're going over oh yeah i'm king yeah it's sort of like it's active and it's health there's like there's no harm really to come from it like there's always healthy sort of sort of outcomes from a day like whether you're, it's, it revo- involves like a physical component um, for me, it's like a mental health thing. Like I love going out there to reset and no doubt for you, like 
with the rugby career and being in the spotlight and having all those pressures, you know, the outdoors is some way to kind of, I don't know, buffer that a little bit and give you that sort of breathing space a little bit because no one cares about that stuff at the end. It's usually just, you know, you and your mates and you can kind of enjoy it. And at the end of the day, you end up getting a feed to, um, to take home and, and, and share and whatnot. Like going along those same lines, like your interests, um, like, you know, we're sort of going back and forth about the, the outdoors and how great it is. And we're lucky in New Zealand, to be honest. Um, behind the show, like what are some of the real drivers for you that like personally to how you, um, you know, invest your time and your efforts of the show? Like what gets you out there doing it both behind the camera and in front of it? Um, for, oh, I guess for me, like, because I'm lucky. I've, uh, my brother's a camera operator. So um, when I first got asked, I said, yeah, I'm keen, but my brother has to be, be there with me Sweet. so it makes me more uh relaxed so if, if if i'm if i'm pissed off at something he'll look at me and be like you're right and i'm like no nah. <laughs> he's like all right cut Mate, that's <laughs> a good we'll, then we'll walk off we'll walk off and just have a little little chat and then you know and then he's like well he'll he'll lay it straight to me this is what you need to do i don't know what you got to do but this is what you got to do you know just make sure you take a bit of time when you're ready come back and then we'll start again so it, it helps me that he's with me. So now he's showing more interest, um, you know, for going out hunting. Um, he's, he's spent more time in the water now. Usually we just take him to be the boatman. Not the greatest boatman, but he does the job, you know, when we need him to. But now he's actually jumping in the water because I'm in the water more. He's he's uh, chasing me up in, in the hills with the filming side of things. So he's got more of an interest in, uh, in the hunting side of things. So, you know, we were brought up with that kind of stuff. And when we first got introduced to it, you know, the whole uh, diving aspect of it was awesome, you know. We'd go out with mates uh, and just enjoy it. He was literally our, our pack horse. We'd chuck all the gears on him and he'd just carry everything, yeah. um, even even our catch and things like that. So now that I've got the, you know, the, the show, um, it helps me, you know, want to go and do things. And he's real, like, if I mention it to him straight away, he's like, yep, that's us. We, let's go then. Yeah, so we're going over the, going over yeah. to Martinborough and stuff like that just to go yeah. for a hunt. Even if it's just, you know, for the night, we'll go over the over the hill to Martinborough just for the night. Uh, we might not catch anything sometimes, but the fact that we can see animals, um, you know, on the on the land is, is awesome. But it's just sort of clearing the head and that's what that's what helps me is he's able to do the things that I enjoy doing. So, you know, he's getting involved in things off away from the camera. Um, sometimes I'm trying to I'm trying to get him in in, in front of the camera, but he's like, "Nah, mate." <laughs> that's for <laughs> as soon as the tools are down, mate. That's when I get it's my me. chance to do things, and I'm like, "Nah, just jump in the water." Nah, well, I can't. Well, that's a cool. But that's a that's a really cool um, sort of offshoot to like as you say a driver for you to be doing it because um, if it if it involves and invigorates like your your uh, your own family members to do it too, well, that's man, that's a huge bonus. Like my brother, he, he's the same. Like he he's probably not it's hard out into it as me, but when we do um, go out in the outdoors, he's, he's all about it. But it's, um, if you can get involved, you know, if you can involve family and friends, that's even better. Uh, hard out. I know, I know you've, I mean, you've done some, like you said, you mentioned before, like you've been up and down the country, um, across the ditch, around the Pacific over this course of the last couple of years doing stuff for your show. Um, is there a favorite, um, sort of moment or place or trip that you did that you kind of reflect back on and go, man, that was, I'm so fortunate to have been able to do that. Um, to be honest, I wouldn't say, I, I don't have a, a favorite location. I, I've felt 
every location that I've been on or been to uh, and got to know the people that are that have, you know, taken me out to uh, go and give them food or just sit down and have a catch up with. Uh, for me, it's that's probably been the the favourite part about it is just going to locations. Uh, yeah, I've I've seen some beautiful places. Um, don't get me wrong, but it, the locations one part of it, but the other element to it is actually getting to know uh, the people yeah. and getting to know the people is always cool because they've always got a story, and you know, not every story is the same. There might be a few that are very similar in some parts of their in their corridor, but um, just their the stuff that they're really passionate about, like, you know, being able to jump in the water or go up in the hills and fill freezers, not not only their own freezer, but family, older people that uh, that might need it, that, that can't do those uh, those kinds of things. And for, for it's been awesome just going to a location and getting to know the know the people and, and their I, I guess their township or their the area that they, they're brought up in. Um and it's just great just to listen to listen mm-hmm. to them, and then not only that, you know, if their family's there, you get to know know about their family as well, like yeah. uh, what their what what their partner might do. That's uh, that's sort of adds to to the elements of of their relationship and things like that. And it's it's totally cool just to see a new township that you haven't been to, new country, uh, and things like that. Especially your one. I've yeah. never been to Tonga. I had never been to Tonga before. Um, that's one place that I, I really wanted to go to, uh, especially when I was playing rugby, but never got the opportunity to to play a test over there. So when I was asked by my uh, mate Eddie to go over there and uh, do some work around the youth over there, uh, I was happy days. And then to film my TV series over there was uh, just as awesome because I always wanted to go there. Never had the opportunity, so when this jumped up, I was like, "Yes, I'm in there. I want to go to Tonga." Yeah, so. you would have you would have slotted in there just nice in Tonga. You would have been just like, <laughs> you been like a old town hero there. Um, yeah, we, we were like ships in the night there a little bit with that. But you, I just left coming back doing some of the filming I was doing, and you were heading over. So it would have been awesome to like have um to have, have met up and, and take you for a tour up in my uh, where I'm from. But um, yeah, look, you're right, man. Those are some of the things that I I probably take away from the necessarily isn't just the um actual trip itself but the people you meet and, and doing those trips to like you said to for me going back to the islands it just reminds me like how important the the people aspect of it is the food aspect of it how and how simple it can just usually be like it doesn't have to be because some of the hunting i do these days is pretty um you kind of can lose sight of that stuff a little bit um sports sort of trophy side and and uh it takes those little trips back with people to remind me about it um being, I mean, I mean, I watched the show like, all, you know, as it's been going through the season, and, uh, and I see some of the stuff behind the scenes on your on your Instagram and, and, and whatnot. Like, it looks like there's a lot of laughs behind the camera. Like, what's some of the funniest sort of stuff that's happened to you like, behind the scenes whilst you've been filming the show? Ah, uh, um, a lot of like because my uh, my crew that I've got. Like my film crew that I've got is um, is awesome because you know during during our, our filming um, even like when we're on location with, with talent and all that we're just constantly just giving each other shit <laughs> and it, it's it just I guess it just breaks like the seriousness of of things um, you know and I really enjoy sort of like um, the way that uh, you know we can always give each other shit. 
Uh, and if someone does, you know, a really good one, you know, we don't take, there's no feelings around it. It's yeah. like, oh, you got me good on that one, you, blah, you, you <laughs> bastard. So um, it just sort of, I guess, helps us feel easy, especially like um, a couple of the boys aren't, aren't really sort of outdoorsy people. So, you know, with the hunting side of things, the diving side of things, you know, all the aspects that you've got to cover uh, around the around all that. And like, you know, when you're, when you're in pain climbing up a bloody mountain or a hill, you know, all we do, all we do is just mock each other and it just yeah, yeah, yeah. breaks, breaks Break all the pain that, that, that you, that you're and all the hurt that you've got going on, uh, away from, uh, the whole, whole climb and things like that. But, um, it's good. Uh, you know, and not only that, the talent gets to know my film crew as well. Um, and, and, and uh, you know, what we like. And so that they're just trying to chip in and the whole, uh, aspect of it too. But, um, I, I, I guess, you know, some of the stuff, I, I don't know if I probably should tell tell about it, but uh, we've had a few, a few accidents. Um, you know, when we were in the challenge, we had a bit of an accident. You know, got a flat tyre and um, we had to jump in the other vehicle uh, while the boys jumped in and replaced the, the uh, flat tyre. We started off changing it and then uh, because we had to try and cover um, the spearfishing side of it, we had to shoot off uh, in the other vehicle while the boys had to change the tyre. Oh, man. And, oh, I know. And... Uh, <laughs> We took off, and then uh, we had like we had our RTs thinking that oh yeah they wouldn't be too far behind, um, but uh, we waited for about an hour waiting for them to uh, to to join us, but they didn't end up showing up. So we had to make a call, uh, and we took off basically to to do the dive, and uh, we came back later and found out that uh, the speed, the tire had actually come off the the truck. Oh, man. We, went rolling over into a paddock and they basically had to wait for someone to come and grab them. I was just like, Oh, what? <laughs> what they didn't know was uh, that there was a spacer that needed to be taken off oh. uh, before they put the, put the spare tire in. Oh man. Yeah. So <laughs> we we're like, are you guys sweet? And they're like, yeah, no, we're sweet as. I was like, well, as long as you weren't speeding as nah, not, <laughs> not really. <laughs> yeah. Just on three wheels pretty much. But uh, well, it's like, no, not yeah. the ones. Um, well, that trip turned out well for you guys. I saw um, uh, some of those photos of you nailing some of those poker on the spear over there, which is pretty unique. Not a lot of guys get to do that. So um, that, that trip come up real good. I was um, I was thinking the other day um, about some of the stuff I've seen on your Instagram, and I was just cracking up with those guys. I think you must have been gutting a pig or something, and, and I think it was your camera crew, and they were all like on their hands and knees, dry reaching, and guys are spinning. I just thought, oh, man, that's so hilarious. Like, <laughs> um, oh, we, hurt anyone. we get that we get that all the time with the, with those see like um with well when we were, that was when we were in the great barrier and uh wade decided to cut the old the old uh bag open <laughs> and uh just to have a look and he goes to me this is gonna stink and i was just like oh i'm pretty sure i've probably had worse uh worse smells than that and then um as soon as he cut it open the, it was funny because the boys were filming it and they were pretty much right above, you know, where the smell was going to come. Oh, so they man. cut it and it just comes straight up. <laughs> and they were spewing up in the corner. And I was just like, quick, give me your, give me your camera so I can record you guys. And both of them were like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I, I, when I saw that, I was sort of just, you know, as you do, you're just sort of aimlessly flicking through. But when I saw that, I, 
I had to go back and like watch it again because just, <laughs> they just look like they're in a world of hurt. But um, part and parcel of um, of uh, pig hunting, I guess. Yeah, um, hard. Are there any trip like any like when you've on on the journey? Like, have there been any like tips and tricks, or whether it's been cooking up your feeds or um or, or hunting or diving? Like any tips that you've that you've taken from people like you've gone? Oh, that's definitely one I'm going to keep for for good uh, from here on in. Uh, yeah. Well, my mate that I go hunting with over here in Martinborough, he's um <laughs> his technique for uh, basically when you're cutting up the uh, anus and shit like that. The, get, the guts and things yeah. like that was, yeah. I reckon you have to be second uh, knuckle deep uh, in there. And I'm just like, hey, nah, bro, this is a bit of a stitch up. And I'll be watching, <laughs> every time I've gone hunting, bro, I've seen people do it differently. And it looks like you don't actually need to put your finger in there. And I was just like, this guy stitched me up so many times. <laughs> oh, I got you good, all right? Yeah, I know. So I did it the first time. I remember the first time I did it, you know, I was thinking, nah, there's got to be a better way than this. This guy's taking the piss. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, every other person that I've seen uh, pretty much do it has done it totally different every time. Yeah. And I'm just like, radio on the keep that style of uh, how you uh, take everything out. I'm not going to... Do the old second knuckle deep, uh, like, <laughs> like Brucey told me. But um, uh. I, my my biggest thing is like I've learned so much um, with the hunting side of things. It's been awesome. You know, I, I learned with uh, my mate Brucey and Jono um, about you know ways of hunting, and then during the show, um, you know, I've noticed that everyone's different. There's not a you know, not everyone's uh, similar to when it comes to hunting. Yeah. But their own ways of doing things and uh you know it's been awesome um just learning different things because i'm not really a uh, hunter so learning the the different uh ways of how people go hunting do this or their style yeah. of hunting um and then when they sort of find an animal and they do you know put one on the ground uh, on the deck it's um the way that they break it down and process everything and you know everyone's totally different in, in how they do things and it's it's been a it's been an eye opener and not only that, you know, learning ways of um cooking different yeah. things like uh what people add to say if they're gonna cook crayfish, you know, what recipe they use to uh to put on put on their crayfish once they cut it in half or um mussels uh and things like that, which is, you know, awesome. But the best one I guess the best one because I love kinners, uh, the best thing I've ever had is a kinner dip. Um, I remember we had uh, on the last night of the first, I mean the the last episode of the of the uh, first season. Yeah, and uh, we had a sort of a wrap up party uh, here and managed to take some food to to the uh, to the location and asked them if it was sweet. You know, this is what I got. It's up to you what you want to do to the chef, and the chef basically put on a mean spread for everyone and I saw like he pretty much put in writing what everything was and I saw kinder dip and I was thinking shit I've never had this before what's this and so tucked into it and I was just like ooh I'll take that home (laughs) (laughs) one of my mates that doesn't actually eat kinders I was like bro try this G you'll actually like it and he was like he had, had, gave it a bit of a nudge and he's, he was like hooked on it straight away. I was like, wow, 
I love my kinners, but this is pretty good. What was it made out of? Like, is it like a creamy kind of a dip, or was it like yeah? A, or, or it was like, like a, he must say like cream cheese, uh, maybe chives. But I just don't know whether he put um, the kinder juice or actual kinder yeah. tongues in with it. All right. Um, but I, oh, it was pretty mean. The and the other one I did in Mitty Mitty was a she, a lady made a kinder cake. No way. Yeah, she put um, kinders at the bottom of her of her, her dish, and then put like uh, the kick uh, kinder mix or the the cake mix uh, in the thing. Pretty much baked it, flipped it upside down, and um, honestly, bro, I was just like, "Hey, I've never had a kinder cake before." Me and my brother straight away, yo. Cut straight into that. It was like a spongy cake, bro. It was a spongy cake too, bro. It was pretty <sighs> mean. Like, bro, I, I, me and my brother, I think we might have to uh, do that bit of a nudge. It looked like a sponge cake kind of uh, recipe with kinners, and then like basically there was extra kinners like in the bowl, so putting extra kinners on top of the cake. <laughs> 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 oh, that sounds epic! Oh, I'll be, I'll be right there beside you. I'd love, I like, I love that kind of stuff. Eh? Like, I'm, I'm all about the food aspect side and like the, and the delicacies and all the different like things that um, people. I, I love it. That's why I, I kind of like watching your show because I, I like getting the tips from people and uh, seeing yeah. how they do it. You know, like and and just the, the different ways. And we're, and we're conscious too on our show too. Like, we don't tell people like this is how you need to do it. We just kind of. We sort of say, "Oh, this is how we do it." It's not the only way. Like everyone's got their own way, and it works. Whatever's whatever works is, is the best way for you. So, um, I like that aspect of it. Um, going going all the way back, and just a couple of questions to sort of wrap up. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Um, Pity, and uh, I know you got kids and stuff running around the background there that you'd like to go and catch up with too. But um, yeah, going back to some of that footy stuff, like like your best moment playing in the jersey, whether it was for the All Blacks or anybody else, like, is there something that you look back nowadays when your playing days are, are done and you're like, man, I'm, that was, yeah, that was a, a, a awesome reflection of me and just my career. Um, I guess my, my favourite times uh, was my first ever test. Um, my, uh, I wanted my mum and dad to come over. This was in 2004. I, I just wanted them to watch my first ever test. Um, but they obviously couldn't do it uh, through through like work and yeah. um, and things like that. Plus, it would have been a long long trip for my father. Um, I actually got my brother and my sister-in-law actually come over and uh, watch my very first test. And uh, to me, that was uh, you know a big achievement. I never really thought. You know, when I remember when my, first, my name got called out, I was like, "Hey, are you kidding me?" All the boys were telling because we we had reviews with the end of the year um, for ITM Cup, so you have reviews and stuff like that. And we're at the training base, and you know, they were, the All Blacks team was being you know read out, and I was just pretty much trying to pack up all my stuff because um, our season had done was done, and make sure we do all the medical stuff that we needed for the for the uh, medical staff and that. So, boys uh, were like, "Congratulations!" I'm like, "Hey, what are you on about, mate?" Because like, made the team, so I was like. What the? So when I got to travel over the over to the UK and, and Europe and that, um, it was awesome to have my my brother in law and uh, I mean my my sister in law and my brother there. Uh, I remember when I first ran out onto the uh, Millennium Stadium, um, you know, to line up and do that national anthem and that. I knew exactly where my brother was, so 
I ran out and you can sort of see me squinting hard up. <laughs> he's, that, he's proud. He's standing there with a New Zealand flag, bro, waving it side to side. And I was just like, no, oh, there he is. There the he biggest is. dork there is in the crowd. Oh, man. Um, that was probably one of them. And like a couple of other good ones that I, 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 I remember, um, you know, was my mum and dad watching me play uh, against the British and Irish Lions for uh, the Maldives. Um, you know, after, after we'd beat, uh, beating the, the, the British and Irish Lions, we went back to our hotel and typical, uh, moldy way that we do, we boil up hangi for <laughs> our feet at the hotel, guitar, a few beers and all our whanau were literally there just, you know, was like a massive version of a garage party. The old freaking <laughs> guitar out and everyone's just singing songs and just enjoying each other's company after, uh, you know, a historical win. And uh, probably another one would be uh, having my mum uh, and my brother and that uh, come to the World Cup final. Uh, Dad couldn't obviously come because he was sick and, you know, with, with his illness and all that. Um he wasn't able to attend, so just having my parents, uh, my mother there, my brother there, but I also had my uh, elder girl there with uh, with her mother uh, that was able to attend it as well. That was probably, you know, wouldn't, wasn't so much the fact that I wore the jersey, it was just, just the fact that they were there to share, share you know, moments uh, of me wearing the jersey. And even to, to the state, you know, any time that I play at the, at the stadium, at, at Westpac, well, it's changed now. Yeah. Uh, at the Caketon, anyway, um, just because mum used to be security there and she was at the tunnel. So every time I'd get there, I'd arrive, I'd say hello, give her a kiss, and how's work? Boring. Yeah. As usual, <laughs> but I always get her like uh, jet planes and uh, if, get her a drink and stuff if, if they needed it. And so, you know, every time I'd run out, I'd always give her a kiss and wave to her, but not only that, all the boys uh, knew it was mum, so they'd all go in there. She's literally got a, two pockets full of lollies because all the boys do exactly <laughs> what I do. They've copied me, <laughs> taking jet planes to the old lady, giving her a drink and, you know, all her work stuff that, that she's uh, got around the area. They're all giving her, like, lollies and drinks and stuff like that, and she's like, I can't. I said, well, I'll just put her over there for you. Hide it away. Oh. So if anyone's, oh, no, no, that's rubbish. <laughs> oh, that's a cool backstory. I didn't know that, but that's that, that, that that's cool. That kind of make playing at home like a real, um, I guess, a real sort of family affair. Eh? When you got like people like that that are involved in the sport, not only you on the on the uh, on the pitch, but you know people around you. And it's quite cool to hear you say that. Um, and it's probably just similar to like hunting. It's not usually the game or the actual events that unfolded on the pitch itself. It's more the stuff that goes around it that you feel you know, that you kind of you bring on yourself and, and remember. Um, and I, I say that a little bit about some of the hunts that I've been on. It's not actually the trophy or the hunt. It's like sometimes it's the people that I spent it with and what happened outside of the actual um, actual actual hunt. A um, couple more questions too. I don't want to hang out you too long. Um, out of all your teammates, like, in the past, like, who would you like to um, drop in the deep end uh, for whatever reasons on the show, maybe put them out of their comfort zone or someone that you think's a real gun hunter or diver. Like, who do you think you'd you'd uh, like to, to bring on, on Pretty Sticky Pool, will you? Oh, bro, look, I've I've tried to get quite a few of my uh, mates on the TV series uh, <clears throat> this year, even some of the current boys that are, that are playing now. Uh, but, you know, timing's the biggest thing for, for a lot of them. Mm. Um, 
I won't say it's much of a throw him into the deep end, but I'd be keen to, you know, take my mate mine Namir out. I mean, me and Namir basically been boys since uh, we were kids, really, like playing league together. Um, and that we started our professional rugby careers uh, together. Mm. Um, and not only that, one of our one of our other mates that we've, you know, basically called one of our boys now is our mother as well. So maybe those two, uh, especially because oh, Mata's a bit of a um, he's a bit of a safe. You know, he's got all these uh, memories backed up uh, of like incidents that that uh, have happened, like of us on tour. Um, <laughs> well, those like, like oh. Bro, he's like a memory bank, bro. Honestly, <laughs> it, especially like games as well, like moments in that game, and he's talking about it. And I'm looking at him, going, "Bro, that was like eight years ago, bro." <laughs> and he's like talking, like you know, was probably about 10, 15 minutes into the game. Da da. I'm like, "No, nah, bro. As soon as you, as soon as the whistle goes, bro, that's it. Game over." I wonder if he rem- remembers running over me in an under-19s, under-20 game back in the day. Um, I remember playing. I think you might have been actually playing in that game too. Is it was 19 or tw- under-20s or something like that. But I remember playing up the hut there and I was marking uh, Marvy. Just, yeah, he left me, left me for dead quite a few times. I, I don't think I played the following week after that. That wouldn't have been me, bro. I've been on the receiving end of one of those shoulder charges. That was bloody sore. And he told me later, why didn't you get up? I was like, are you trying to get up after you smoked me? Yeah. <laughs> but he's probably one, bro, that I'll, I'd be keen to have on the show because he's pretty be crack up. quite cool to see. I, lo- I like seeing the seeing, uh, you know, those shows where they get a few of the boys in and put it, like, and sometimes oh. it's like put them out of their comfort zone or just see like, oh, fuck, this guy's actually an operator, eh? And out in the bush. So that'll be cool. Well, he's... He's actually one of the ones that try to get me into surfing. He loves surfing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, and I, so, I know, but that's I see. I see that he's right into that stuff. And I suppose being in Wellington, you boys have got good access to the coastlines for both diving and, and all that sort of stuff, and and obviously surfing. So, yeah, bro, hard up. But one, oh, I don't know if ah, uh, bugger it. Anyway, one of the stories that we had when we were on tour, <laughs> <laughs> we were um, we were in uh, his room just chilling out, waiting for him, me, Jose, Gear, and I think Tamati, Allison. And um, because he's such a prankster in the team, we thought we'd stitch him up. <laughs> so uh, one of the boys had an idea of like uh, grabbing a pair of his undies and basically using like a thing to try and make it look like he had skid marks in his undies. <laughs> and bro, <laughs> he comes into the room and we're just chilling in there, bro. And so like Tamati must have, I don't know how he managed to do it, but um, got, his, um, got his undies. And like managed to make it look like there was skid marks in his uh, undies, and um, <laughs> we put them so that he could, it was visible, so that when he walked in, you know, he could see it. And uh, he come into the room, bro, and he must have seen it, and you can see him look, and he just kicked the undies to the side so you couldn't <laughs> see it. <laughs> and um, after that, we walked out, and uh, we were down the down the corridor. Yeah, we were probably about 20 meters away from him and you just hear the door come flying open and he was chasing us down the hallway he goes you bastard <laughs> <laughs> and we started laughing he goes oh did you have a sniff is that what you did <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's always good it's always good to get the pranksters back eh, at their own game oh bro it was especially because he's the other thing that he does is he down trials everyone oh. So we always used to have had to tie up our, our uh, shorts and everything, going to the gym, um, working on the training field, everything, bro. 
because he'll always get you. Sometimes he used to pull them down around your ankles, put his foot on it, and then push you, yeah. and you end up falling. <laughs> end up face planting on the ground, bro. Oh, the old shenanigans. I miss a bit of that, actually, like uh, not playing rugby anymore. Like there's always a good, there's always good uh, banter and sort of good uh, sort of stuff that goes in off the field. I, I really miss that. Not that I played at any high level, but um, I enjoy that even at club level, that sort of camaraderie and stuff around around the game. Um, yeah, hard out. So like, where can we, I mean, where can we find you, Pity, on the, on, for the show for Pity 6? You, you're airing Wednesday or Thursday nights on Maori TV? No, no. I'm on Tuesday nights at 9pm. Uh, on Maori television. Um, I mean, if people don't have it, like, because we don't really have um, TV here, my, we've decided not to worry about getting TV. Like, if we're going to do it, you know, we just get the app and yeah. um, download it and just stream it, on, it. stream it on TV. I stream it. Yeah, I stream it on demand on TVNZ, which is a, it's yeah. a portal to, to So that's the same, the same with us too. So we just stream it on, on, um, on the Maori TV website on demand and um, that's all pretty much how we sort of try that. And I try and post um, for people to, uh, if they want to watch it, to watch it on um, on the TV, on Māori, te- on Māori uh, television, on their channel. Or if um, they can't, if they don't have Māori uh, television or TV in general, then they can watch it online on, on the uh, Māori television uh, yeah, website. It's a good way to access the show. So yeah, tune in, whether it's either on demand or live shows um, and, and catch pity on there, mate. I, I really appreciate you taking the time. And like I said, I know you're a busy man. You've got other obligations, especially with the kids and stuff like that. So thanks for coming down. Um, it's been amazing and uh, watching your career uh, all the way through to, to when you finished up and now on the screens doing outdoors uh, stuff, both diving and, and hunting and everything else in between. It's uh, a real honor for you to come on and have a chat with me, mate. I really appreciate it. Nah, thanks for inviting me. I've uh, thoroughly enjoyed uh, the catch-up and uh, talk about my so-called world of what I did and things like that. But uh, thanks for having me. No, I really appreciate it. And I'll extend the uh, the offer. Hopefully someday we can we can go for a hunt or a dive at, at some point ourselves and uh, maybe put something up on screens. But um, I'd, 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 uh, the door, the door, the invitation's wide open for you at some point, mate. Always keen. Might have to go to, uh, what was it, Laval? Yeah, we'll go to Bavari, mate. That'll be a great place. <laughs> we probably won't come back. That's the only problem. Oh, I was pretty much tempted not to come back uh, when I was in Tonga to start with. I was like, um, can I just stay here with the, the locals? <laughs> mate, I, I'll, I'll give you the honorary, honorary Tongan citizenship, mate. You, you can come up anytime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, bro. All right, mate. Hey, thanks pretty again. And I uh, hope you catch you soon. No worries, bro.